Good morning. Today is January 12th, 2022. It's a Wednesday and I feel odd. Welcome to today's episode where I go through one of the books that has always been on my bedside table. I have a lot of books on my bedside table, mostly like to be read uh, and books that I'm currently reading. But this one, um, as well as a few other poetry books, have stayed on my dresser just because they're very comforting. So anytime that I can't sleep, then I'll pick this one up and read it again. I found this book this summer. Uh, I don't think that I fully appreciated it then because I was like speed running through so much poetry this summer just because that's when I started writing poetry again. Um, it was right after I got out of the spring semester last year. And I was just eating everything up. Uh, all, all the all the poetry was beautiful to me. Um, I, I was just eating it. It was nourishing my my new delight for for writing poetry. And in the end, uh, this one has ended up being very similar to the way that I write my poems, at least structurally. But there's something about uh, the author Allison Maley. She it, it reads so much like modern poetry, but it's so descriptive and honest and conversational, and it doesn't it doesn't focus so much on its own epiphanies. Like it'll it'll have something that is is meaningful and that people can take away from the poem, but it's also incomplete. So it's not like a proverb that you have to live by. It's more of like an observation. All of these things are observations of her own life. Um, and what I really like about this book, it's called This is the Journey, is that it spans over a really long time. It starts in her early teen, early 20s, I think, or late teens, early 20s, and then spans all the way until she gets married and has kids. So it's a very diverse collection of poems as far as like feeling and eclipsed moments. Because um, a lot of these things I haven't experienced because I've never been married, I've never been a mother, but just reading her work gives me so much hope of um I think she has the same mindset that I often do of romanticizing my own life and taking all of the little moments um and wanting to write about them and wanting to observe them but not necessarily know knowing what they mean but in a way I think it kind of offers that up to the reader um which is also very valuable in poetry is it's open to the reader to make it they make the reader be reminded of moments in their own life they've felt the same way or noticed these same things um and she never I, I really like how she's she's pretty cryptic I think and I really tend to be that way in my poetry just because I I love for people to unpack whatever I am writing I want people as soon as they like something catches their eye about the word like the the words in the meter and everything about it that they want to figure out what it means rather than being so upfront about it that they have to that the reader doesn't have to dig that deep into the poem to find meaning for it i think allison maley is a great writer because she's not so focused on having an agenda for the readers to take away from it um or a way that they're supposed to read it but instead it's just all of these little moments of her growing up and feeling intense uh, intense feelings and experiencing things and just letting the reader take from it what they will which really reminds me of uh, when I was talking about how Lily King writes in that same way where you know she writes she writes to live and to make herself feel better and express all these emotions and these scenes 
Um, but she says that there's not anything in particular that she needs the reader to take away. It's supposed to be up to their discretion. So anyway, those are some of my thoughts on Alison Maley. I'm going to read you a few poems. I was thought it would be fitting to read this first one because it's um, it's about January. And since we've entered January, January and February are probably my least favorite months. So we're going to do our best to romanticize them. Uh, so this first poem is called It Never Will, which it starts, the, the title is the last line of the poem, um, which I like. It kind of puts it on its own loop. I love when writers do that. So January is here. Arrived on heavy-lidded eyes of rainy evenings. He want for nothing, desire for everything. Take great pleasure in this feeling of being alive for another season. The cold has yet to break us. And that was called It Never Will. So this goes with that last line. The cold has yet to break us. It never will. This next poem is from earlier in the book. And it's called In a Different Life. Many different women have lived in me. Adventurer, nurturer, artist. Nothing haunts me like the lives I could have led if one of them had raised their hand and not apologized for speaking. Those are both some of her shorter poems. Um, and now I'm going to read you one of my favorite poems out of this book. Um, which is a longer-winded one. I've really enjoyed all the ones that are longer. They feel I feel so close to her her voice um, when all of these are long. It's so much of a stream of consciousness, and it feels like a big surge of feeling. This one is called My First Novel. Everything about my 20s is a work of fiction. It isn't so much a bar crawl, and yet it isn't quite a suburban brunch date either. It isn't peanut butter spread on that fresh bread from that one bakery, or the baby first learning to walk, or the check that needs cash, or the neighborhood children running through our backyard, the hush of a room filled with people who could become friends, could remain strangers. It is everything muddled together. Mint, lime, syrup. The worn roads of a neighborhood, the quicksand of a first love, every train station from my first apartment to the place I set down my suitcase and decided not to pick it up again. The unlearning, the unlearning. The protagonist remembers everything except the things that she can't remember from this decade. The plot develops over a period of time in which the protagonist falls in love repeatedly with everything that the world has to offer, but herself. On a Wednesday on the fifth year, she sits at a bar and waits for a table. She orders a drink in which none of the ingredients are familiar. A man walks in and folds himself into the seat beside her, she curls her lips, but does not speak to him. And in this moment, she wonders how the protagonist in a novel she is mainly writing on napkins would feel about this evening. She thinks that woman would be proud. And that, my friends, is Alison Maley. I really admire Alison Maley's writing because I feel like it picks up on these strong emotions and it describes them in a way that uh, that is cerebral, but it's not so removed that you can't relate to it. I really love the way that she describes people and describes herself and her own consciousness um, and her own finding of herself um, and what's important to her and like discovering the world with eyes that are always like full of wonder for it um, and in wonder of, of love and relationships. So 
I just really, this book has impacted me quite a bit. Um, I think it's one of my favorite books of poetry and I am so happy I got to share it with you today. That is all I have for this episode. I do have a fun and exciting announcement. My podcast will be hosting an event at Crying Cat Books and Records next Friday, which is the 21st of January. We're going to have an open mic portion of the night, but we're also going to have some guest speakers or just some of my friends who have volunteered to come in and read some of their poetry aloud. Um, And I'm going to put it on the podcast because you know that I am a fanatic for all kinds of poetry and especially from friends and acquaintances and strangers um, getting to know them through their writing. Uh, I think it can be a very vulnerable thing to share your poetry and I want to honor that by immortalizing it in some way. So I'm so happy I'm hosting it with my friend Abigail um, through the podcast. It will be next Friday on the 21st at Crying Cats Books and Records at 5 p.m. Um, and it will appear on the podcast the next week. So not this episode, but the next episode. But I just wanted to make you aware if any of my listeners wanted to come and join. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode and for diving into Allison Bailey's This Is The Journey With Me. Until I see you next week, I hope you find something wonderful to read. <laughs>